So next up is best mechanics. This this was put in last year yep. as like a we forgot to talk about some games sort of thing. It's just a game that how do you how do you explain this for like, me it's like weird. for me we added i i wanted to add this category because i realized that like basically one of my favorite games of all time which is xcom 2 has no place in any of these lists and yeah. that game is just all mechanics so it's not again yeah. it's not this is not like best game of this list it's the best it's the best um kind of gameplay innovation thing mm. really the, the sure. thing that it did that was new that I thought was yeah. um, super interesting, um, or the, or the way it uses mechanics in a, in a particularly interesting way, yeah. which we'll get into. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So what do we have in this so, list? Oh yeah, best mechanics we have. We have. Uh, I think you put this on here, but I'm gonna. I no did, idea. and uh, I'm gonna most, fucking explain it in a minute. Most mobile game ads. Yep. Uh, GTFO, Modern Warfare, Warzone, Paradise Killer, Other Side, The Red Lantern, Half Life, Alex, Ooblets. Specifically for dance battles, Hades, <laughs> Deep Rock Galactic, uh, Destiny Two, Deep Stone Crypt Raid, and Fuser. Yep, uh, that is what we have here. Before so most we, mobile game ads. Before we go into that, how are we about? doing? Do we want to be that specific with Destiny? Is it specifically about that raid? As is specifically the raid, okay. like as the raid mechanics, like the, like Beyond Light on its own is like just a Destiny expansion. It's specifically okay. the raid that I'm talking about. Gotcha. Um, the mobile game ads. So I have not played a lot of mobile games this year, specifically ones that have like mid-game ads for other things. Yeah, mobile game ads are fucked, right? So I had, so I was playing. I can't remember. It was like a room style game. Like, is this is this best or best in air quotes? Is this? Oh, best very much in air quotes. Where okay, sure. I so I was playing something. I can't even remember what it was, and I had a mid-roll ad. And normally, so I've seen I'd seen the ads before with like you know the like the 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 pull tag gameplay where it's like there's lava and water and you pull a thing and the yeah, yeah, yeah. And all that kind of stuff. I'd seen a bunch of them. And went that's a weird mechanic. But okay, fine. Um, but I hadn't heard of any of the games. So I was just like skipping ads. And then I got an ad for Homescapes, which is a game that I played a chunk of. Right, it's it's a match three. With, yeah, like it, it's a pretty basic match three game. Garden-based match three games. Yeah. Um, And it had a pull tag thing in the ad. And I'm like, this has nothing to do with the game. This is an ad for a thing that doesn't exist. And I I later found, because my wife's playing that game, uh, playing more Homescapes than I am at the minute, and they did add that in as like a mini-game-style thing for extra points. But like, Mm. the ad itself has nothing to do... So the one for me that I I got was, there was a game called... King's something. Oh God, what even what was it? I can't remember what it was, but it was it was a game. It was like something colon something the something basically. Yeah. Um, and it had an arm with video pull- game the video game. Yeah. That's the- and it had an arm with these pull tag ads, right? And I was like, what the f- like? Okay, I need to actually know what this is because if this is like because also the ads had graphics that were way too good for and physics yeah. that was way too good for any fucking game that could possibly be exist on a mobile phone. Um, so I looked the game up. The game's like a turn-based RTS. Yeah. Right? But And has mm-hmm. nothing to do with this ad. And like, there's been yeah. multiple situations now where I've been seeing this where it's like, oh, the ad for this game is like a runner where you move stuff out of the, the character's way and yeah, game's like a fucking like, first-person shooter. And you're just like, 
Mobile game ads are a yeah. lawless. Well, so this is the, the, right. This is the thing I was gonna say was they've now. I can't remember if it's a law or like a. There are several people who have put out things that have said companies cannot do this anymore. Good, because it it's a nightmare. You, you you cannot you cannot advertise for something that the thing is not. And that is because that is that, that what you're experiencing is a thing that has been around for ages, and you've sure. only just started to notice it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like the, the things have been put out that have said companies can't do this anymore. Because my favorite ridiculous. one, my favorite one, my favorite and very heavy inverted commas was the ad had it was like it was like a World War Two thing. I don't even know what the game is. Hmm. It's like a World War Two thing. But it also seems to have like dating mechanics in the ad. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember the name of the game yeah. is. And then you look up the game on the store, and it's like, oh yeah, it's like a, it's a Clash of Clans thing in World War Two. And you're like, yeah. mm-hmm. this has nothing to do. Oh, I was just, I was infuriated for like half you can, an hour when I went. You can be secure in the knowledge that it's not going to be a thing for much longer. Good, they're being stopped. It's a nightmare. Um, GTFO. A lot of this is kind of stuff we talked about in early access, but the rundown basically is why this is there yeah. as an idea mm-hmm. and also just like the fact that if you've got a four a, a four person team who are tooled up right like the ch- the ability for you all it's not even the ability the requirement for you all to work together in a way that really helps each other is yeah. super cool and also like the really like the, the kind of stuff that doesn't the stuff that doesn't feel like it should be as important like the terminals in that game like this is not just me talking because it's me but like the idea that like yeah there's a database of like every item in this stage on this terminal yeah, yeah, yeah. that you then need to hunt out and ping and find and all this kind of stuff it's just there's I so many i wasn't surprised by the one time that we played it the person in your group that decided to do all that stuff was you like yeah, it's not it's yeah totally like we, it's, we it's, our... it's a command it's a command line stuff it's a literal command line terminal like yes um yeah. and also just like and it's really cool it's really cool that, and even the, because we said, like we said, the, the rundowns add new mechanics. When they added the the reactor game, the reactor level from the previous rundown, which you hadn't seen. Um, mm. I think you saw the same mechanic in the level we did, where you were there. Where was that the was that the words thing? The words one. So yeah, the, set, the, the setup is like you're basically like um, you're decrypting a bunch of stuff that set the set alarms off. And the person on the terminal only has the terminal and has a code and all the other players on their HUDs have the code translated into a four-letter word. And it does the thing that is so great about those type of games where, like, the four-letter word has a bunch of potentially different spellings. Or yeah, it's... it's, it's um homonyms or like phonemes yeah. or like things that weren't words that when you say it could be like three different words yes like there could be there yep. t-h-e-r-e or t-h-y apostrophe r-e or yeah. whatever like it's um and also like we had to do it like we'd done we'd done that kind of thing before so we had to go like okay i'm gonna go in the terminal you specifically are the only person who's allowed to shout Words. Yeah, so yeah, when I when I jumped in, which was me jumping in for one rundown in a group of people who had been playing since like the the two rundowns before March. or whatever. Yeah, like had had their own language and stuff like that, which I normally hate doing because it really messes with the dynamic. But it was really interesting because yeah. like we got to that point, and you were like, "Okay, you specifically say the word. Don't anybody else talk. Just you." 
Because, and I was like, yeah, but I, I can this, say words, like, it's not hard. Yeah, but, like, <laughs> while this is happening, like, there's really intense waves of enemies hitting, like, everyone's yeah, yeah, trying yeah. to block stuff up and heal each other and all this kind of stuff. So I'm like, no, because what happened the last time was... Crosstalk? Was, was that the... A lot of crosstalk where you'd get, like, okay, I'd say the thing and I'd say, okay, you're the one that's saying the words. And I'd say the thing... I'd mishear the word and, like, spell it phonetically. And then the other two guys would shout on top of them and say, no, it's this. And it's like, I can't hear anything. One of you needs to just yeah. focus. It's so it's pan- cool. It is, it is a, it's a first-person equivalent of raid communication totally. in, like, an MMO. 100%. Where it is, like, every level in that game there, is, there are, is its own little raid. It's, cool. it's a little raid, yeah, where it's like you have to give very specific instructions at very specific points and crosstalk kills you at yep. some points. Yep. Like, it is... Eventually, you have to get a point where there's a person who will stand up and say, "Like, listen to me, and don't say anything unless I ask you for it." Like, yeah. it is. It's yeah. really tight. It's really cool. Like, it is a unique thing. The one other thing, the other one other mechanic they really got is was there's a there was a there was a stage in the previous rundown where did you ever see the turbines in that game? Like the, the handheld no. turbines. So there's a lot of fog in that game, and specifically, there's fog in the previous rundown that is poisonous. And oh, are they the, the gas clearing things? Yes, but they're handheld. Yeah, I have seen them. Yeah, yeah. So oh, I've, the, I've not seen the handheld one, but yeah. yeah. So the previous rundown had one where it was like basically there's an entire section of that level that is in fog, like thick floor to ceiling, yeah. poisonous fog, and one person has to hold the turbine, which means they they can only walk and have no guns, mm-hmm. and you, you the whole and it has a, like a very restricted area that's safe. So, like, the four of us just huddled together, not can't literally cannot see six feet in front of us, just going through this maze of a place, one person continually flipping to the map to see where we're supposed to be going. Stuck, like, single enemies coming out of the fog constantly every time, and us just being, like, it is one of the most stressful, terrifying things I've ever done in a yeah. video game. That, ga- that game's unreal. whole thing... That game's whole thing is about you being on edge constantly yeah. at like the edge of pressure, and it is yeah, it's a really it's an interesting and unique experience. It is a weird, I like, me just contextualizing it as a raid in my own head is a totally. weird sort of twist yes. on it. But yeah, it's, that's it's totally 100%. right. Like, like once because yeah, because this year was the the first time I played one of the Destiny raids, and like yeah. and it was the first real MMO style raid I'd ever done. I was like, oh, this is just every level in GTA Four. Okay, got you. Right, mm-hmm. this is mm-hmm. what this mm-hmm. is. Um. Modern Warfare Warzone? It was just a cool... It had a bunch of... I didn't play it, so I don't know. I played, like, three, four hours of it, um, because it was free. Um, It's a cool spin... It's cool extra stuff on top of Battle Royale, really. Like, the Gulag does add something to it. The Gulag's cool, I'll give it that. Also, the bounty system is pretty good at... Oh, yeah, that sort of, like, drives you to points of the map. It drives you to points of the map, but also it gives you something to do that's not just hiding in a bathtub. Sure, you yeah. know, if, if oh yeah, it, it, it like makes you go out. It makes you go out and puts you in danger and makes you puts you in front of other people. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, it was cool. I just thought it was nice. Yeah, I think it's fair. Um, uh, right, Paradise Killer is interesting because I've played yeah. Paradise Killer and I don't know what you're gonna say here because it doesn't really have a lot of unique mechanics. Yeah, I, I kind of uh, thinking about it in comparison it's, to the other it's things. It's good. Don't get me wrong. It's good. It's a good one of those sort of like I, investigative. Visual novel style yeah. things, I think but it's not doing me, anything unique. No, but I think the thing for me is that on top of these type of games that I've seen before, 
the um, evidence tracking system in that game is really good. Where okay, yeah, I'll give you that. It's yeah, very fine. difficult to get completely stumped. Where mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all of the, the the kind of lines of investigation that you have left up still, you can always just go. I have no idea what to do next. Check the thing, being like, oh yeah, I never figured out why that guy was there or something, and you can yeah. go and investigate that. Like you never get completely lost in that game, which I thought was really good because it'd be very, very easy in that game for you to just go, especially like if yeah. you don't do it one sitting, like you do it for two or three. You're like, what? Where the fuck was I doing? Like, what is? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, so yeah, that, it's ha- that happened that. to me when I when I when I played it through the 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 second time I booted it up. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't quite remember what I was doing in that. Like, the alibi testimony system yes. is actually really... Yeah, you're right. Yeah. That is actually pretty good. That's, I think that was mainly... If, 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 naming, if naming video game characters like Austin Walker was a mechanic, this game would win hands down, but that's... Yep. Uh-huh. yep, for sure. Um, other side, that's you as well. So yeah, that's the, the... the turn-based, um, team, team-based team strategy. What's, what what'd you call it? What's the genre of XCOM? Um, team uh, turn-based... Tactical... I don't know. Squad Tactics. Squad Tactics game. There Squad Tactics. Um, that's there for the timeline, which is the core of that, the fights in that game. Um, is the timeline... Oh, sure. It's like it's like one of those, but with like the John Wick Hex timeline still thing. The John Wick Hex timeline, but like simplified down in a way that is... Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the mixture of that combined with the idea that the enemies are predictable in a way. So like for stuff like um, Broken Synapse and... Um, there's another game recently Frozen Synapse. Frozen Synapse. And there's another game recently yeah. did the same thing where like you know exactly what the enemies are gonna do because they like show yeah. you. It's not that. It's more a case of like every one of the enemies that you can and you can just look this up at any point has a very specific behavior pattern where like this enemy will always target the the your character with the lowest health. So you can yeah, so yeah. like without it showing you, you can very quickly you can very easily go, okay. They're probably going to go that direction directly to that person. And the AI is not particularly smart, but it does follow mm. these internal rules. So you can go, okay, they're going to go that way. So I'm going to position myself here to flank them and get this hit. Um, and because you can see every where everyone's going to move on the timeline, you start to you start to do the like the cliche chess thing of thinking three moves ahead of being like, okay, so yeah, they're going to yeah, go yeah. there and then they're going to go there. Um, and then also the 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 burst um, mechanic it simplifies down. It adds numbers back. It adds action points back into that system without making it too complicated. Where like moves take action points, and you have a hundred. Everyone has a hundred action points, and as soon as you break fifty, you are going to take longer for your next turn to appear. And because of that, you yeah. have to be very very careful about exactly what you do when you do it. If you and you can, the the idea that you can very because that game is not easy like i spent a bunch more time with it that game is very very punishing but oh yeah you can you you can see how you would do this planning and it doesn't hide a lot of mechanics and it doesn't have a lot of dice rolls and i really Mm -hmm. like that about it um uh red lantern is that red lantern that's the husky game the husky game um yeah that's purely there just because it was a cool spin on the roguelike mechanic of how do you take I mean, we're going to talk about this obviously with Hades, but like, how do you take yeah. a game where you're going to do the same thing over and over again? How do you tie that narratively into a game where narrative is important? It turns out Red Lantern does it by going by, and it takes this super cliche thing of like, and it was all a dream, but does it really well. Where I mean, we did a video on it, you can see, but like, yeah. the 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 very simple part of it is 
the actual game part of it where you're trying to get to this cabin in the middle of Alaska, every time you die, all of the things you've learned during that run, you come to in the van on the way to start this thing and you go, fuck, I didn't bring an axe. I should really bring an axe. And then you start the next yeah. run with an axe. Like, is that, is is super simple, but it works really, really effectively in not making it and keeping it believable. No, I, yeah, it, it's it's just it's justification for a mechanic, which is really totally. good. Yeah. yeah. Um, Half Life Alex. Half Life Alex. It's just the best implementation of VR that yeah. I've played, and I, I've played basically I would, all I would of it. totally buy that, and I've not even played it. I've yeah. seen it played, and that thing looks insane. For um, what it does. The the physical interactions of that game are like nothing I've ever really played, and I wish I could have finished it. Yeah. <laughs> it's the sharp part of that. Yeah, fair. Um, the Oblitz dance battles. Um, so yeah, this was this was just uh, for me. This was I knew it was coming, but it was still just like in a game that it it paints itself as being lovely at all times. Like not nothing bad happens. It's all just like everybody just try and make the village better, and everybody gets happy and all that stuff. But everybody has these like Pokemon style creatures that that have these battles but like you can't do that in a game where everything's nice so the way they get around it is by saying oh it's a dance battle yep so everybody's just fucking grooving yeah to get the, to have the best set of ooblets and it's like it's it's a cool sort of card game it's infinitely easily breakable like oh yeah if you understand card games like minimally you could totally break the system but it is it's this really fun way of like how do you do combat in a game that doesn't want to do combat and you dance I really them. like the the yeah you da- you dance at them you have a dance battle of course you do and all the implants have like unique dance moves that they all do I really like the the aspect of like the main guys like the trainers quote unquote yeah they they did they did the dancing by making the developers dance and filming it with a connect and then yeah. laughing it onto the character because the dances of the humans look so weirdly fluid that is. And they fuck it, they go for it, like it's some oh, great yeah. dancing, but oh, it yeah, is, yeah. It, it was just this really amazing little thing of like, there's there's so much in this that's so great that I just, I thought it was cool. I just the it's idea not going to win or anything, I just wanted to name check Totally, it. and like the idea of like the hype meter, like you hype. Like oh you, yeah, the hype, you, yeah, you're not, you're not doing, you're not hurting anybody, you're win by getting more hype. And more that's hype, the, and yeah. you win by hitting the hype limit. Yeah. It's great, it's great, yeah, it's so cool. Yeah. Um, Hades, which it, specific it, it, part of this so many mechanics is, is? Yeah, so right, there's a lot of mechanics in Hades. I'm not talking about any specific mechanic, which is right. kind of counter to what I was saying when I was talking about Paradise Killer. Mm. What I'm talking about is, so it doesn't really do anything unique. It's a, it's a roguelike that has like the, the, uh, consistent progression through like the mirror, yeah. and unlocking the weapons and all that. It's it's all stuff. The that you've seen in other roguelikes. The thing that Hades does really well is how it both implements all this stuff and ties it together mm-hmm. mechanically. Yep. Which is like you when you start out you have the one weapon and then the more runs that you do, the more weapons appear. But that's fairly roguelike, but they then justify it with like your sparring partner Skelly being like hey, this weapon just showed up, I don't know where it came from, which isn't a lot, but it is like a a narrative justification for the reason as to why there are weapons that then 
you discover later on why they start showing up. Like yep. it, it's a tease to a storyline that happens later on. Yeah. Um. Then you get into like the boons for the different gods that you get in the runs themselves unlock slowly over time as you start to meet the gods. But then there are some that require specific achievements to then appear. Mm-hmm. So it is this the the thing that impresses me most about Hades is the way that it dishes out its mechanics yeah. over a period of time to keep you both interested narratively and mechanically in the game. Totally. And even to the point where I'm at, which is like super late game stuff, they are still doing new things that keep you interested and keep you doing runs and keep you wanting to see more stuff. Yeah. It is just the not only the wealth of mechanics that is in Hades, but how linked everything is like yep. it's all so tight and packed and together and it all makes sense when everything fits it yeah is... like for, for me it was the moment it started it, every time you do feel like it's going to become every time it feels like you're in this situation where you're like okay i'm just gonna hammer i'm just gonna have to my head against this wall until it goes like the first yeah the, the first time one of the other fury sisters turned up i was like yeah. oh okay so yeah that that's right. a perfect example of like when it starts doing it does it very incrementally incrementally yes. and it's very little twists that get you being like oh there's this new sister that's turned up what the hell is that yeah. which then ties into like the narrative of meg and how it's mm-hmm. all pointing at different things that will lead you in different locations that will cause you to do different things um that is just it's it's staggering that in a game that i've spent almost 100 hours playing they are still doing that yeah. there is still dialogue i haven't seen there are still stories to learn there's still yeah. mechanics to see like it is it, it's unbelievable what they've been able to do with that thing yeah for sure um but yeah that's it, it's it, it, it hades, hades hades would win if it is most if it was most, most mechanics, mechanics as well yeah. but it's not but it is it is an incredibly good series of mechanics that all work well together yeah which is yeah, it's it's amazing. Yep. Um, Deep Rock Galactic. This is a super. You've been recent... playing a lot of this fairly recently. Yeah, this. We I, wanted... I'm upset about because I would have wanted to play that as well. But that's... I mean, we, so we we got into it because it's the same group I play GTFO with, and we wanted something that was like, "Yo, GTFO stresses the fuck out of us. Let's have something that's less." Oh yeah. Intense. Deep Rock's good for that. Yeah. Deep Rock. So yeah, we've we've started to really get into this. Uh it's. There's, there's a couple of the actual mechanics where... So I played that game back when it first came out in Early Access. And it was like, this is a cool foundation for a thing. And then I played it like maybe six months after that with a couple of friends from work. I was like, oh, they've they've improved this. They've added some more stuff to it. But then us now playing the final game, um, all of the mission types they've added in there are really good so mainly the one that that really tipped over the edge for me was the i can't remember what they actually call the mission type but basically like you drop three pumps on um basically like liquids minerals coming out the th- coming out of the yeah. the ground and then you've got a central factory and you literally have to connect pipes like you have to draw pipes up to the the pumps like so like you grab them and like place them down as a like kind of satisfactory-esque almost and which is fun enough because you're like okay that pump is like seven miles up the way how the fuck do we get there and it turns out the way you do it is you have somebody on a drill who just fucking drills through the wall the whole way yeah 
But yeah. then on top of that, you're like, wow. And I remember going through this exact process the first time we ever did that mission type, where you're like, you're drilling all this way and this thing is miles away. And obviously, like, once you flick the, the pump on, it's going to attract enemies. Yeah, it's like, so a, you're like it's your whole how the thing, fuck are we going to get between like the pumps and the main factory to be able to manage each other and fix pipes and all this kind of stuff. Oh, it turns out they thought of that and you can just grind the top of the pipe like a skateboard. And it's like, <laughs> oh! Okay. So now this is a, like a mini roller coaster the whole way. And it's oh, something you have to take into account when you're building the pipe to be like, I have to drill this with enough headroom so that you can skate back. And if you do all of that right, that final yeah. section of protect all the pumps is bonkers because it's just like you just see dwarfs like jumping on like okay i'm on pipe two just skating off into the darkness as the it's so cool like all the different mission types in that thing are just very cool and they've also added stuff into that game for they've added end game stuff into that game as well where there are like random events that are like you can't activate this until you have x resource that you only get end game and it's like a harder fight and I don't know. There's a lot of, that that game is kind of all mechanics, and also yeah. the mechanics working in a way where you also make your own fun in a lot of it as well. Sure, yeah. Where there's just like you can really troll the fuck out of people if you really want to, without really much kickback. Oh yeah, and it's it's a really good thing to play before people you know. Um, yeah, yeah, it's cool. Um, uh, Deepstone Crypt, so yeah, the which Deepstone, is the Destiny raid. Deepstone Crypt raid, yeah, the, the raid for Beyond Light. Um, Deepstone Crypt, to me, is what it looks like when you refine raid mechanic down to a point where it is understandable. Right. Like, it is... Like, I can, I, I can explain the raid mechanics to you, someone that's never seen it, and you would be able to do it. Like, it is not... Yep. Deepstone Crypt is not a challenging raid. It's not last wish which was insane when it came out yeah. it's not garden of salvation which was mental at the end like it's not it's a very doable raid which some people in the community have complained about sure yeah, yeah. fair enough of those course. people want hard raid experience whatever i really like it because it is a it is a, it is a really well designed raid but it is well designed to the point where it is not incomprehensible which is awesome because yep. it is as as someone who's done all the raids in Destiny and has like sharpened people through all the raids, explaining raid mechanics fucking sucks. <laughs> is the is the worst part of any raid where the person that knows what they're doing goes, okay, sit down for fifteen minutes because I have to explain this. Please, deep, please watch in, my TED talk. <laughs> yeah, please listen to my TED talk while I explain what Crown of Sorrow is. It's right. the worst, and I hate doing it. It's important because the raid is really cool for people to see. Yeah, doing that bit sucks. Right. But if I say to you, in Deepstone Crypt, there are three roles: there is scanner, there is operator, and there is suppressor. Scanner looks for things. Operator shoots the things that the scanner sees, and suppressor stops the boss from interrupting you. Right. That's it. That is that is a consistent thing that is through the raid. It does it in different ways that are interesting, but there is this consistent thread of these solid roles that do the same thing in all the encounters that makes it so that when you explain that, explaining all the encounters down the line is way easier. Right. Because you just go, scanner, here's what you need to look for. Operator, there's the thing you need to shoot when the scanner tells you. Suppressor, the boss stands there. There's the things you need to stand under. Right. That's so, it. So it kind of like perfect it, sense after that. It defines these mechanics at the start and then just messes with them as it goes along. 
Yeah, exactly. So it is okay. it, it is you it is them at the very beginning going like here are the mechanics for the raid and then twisting them throughout the raid, but the the mechanics that it shows you are consistent. Okay. Like it is it's not it is it is a supremely refined raid where it is to a fine point, like it is not they're not twisting stuff to the point where oh now suddenly scanner has to go in like a whole separate part of the map and do their own thing or whatever it's not it's like scanner looks operator does suppressor deals with the boss that's it gotcha it is it's really and it's and it's tied into a raid that is really fun and really interesting there's a lot of cool story that i'll talk about later mm-hmm. but it is it's a really impressive bit of elegant design that cool. i just had to name check of like this th- this thing was cool to me is yep. uh, it was a really cool thing. As someone who has done raids for years, totally, yeah, this was yeah, a that, that's, that's a cool moment of like clarity to be like, <laughs> ah, that's kind of ironic. But nice. a moment of clarity to be like, you don't have to be, you don't have to make raids that are dumb and have someone who's like me explain it to people. It's, yeah, you can make raids that just explain themselves. Cool, is good. Yeah, it's cool. Um, Fuser, I added that very late on because we only got to this game very late on. But yeah, like, we only just bought it a few weeks ago. Yeah. The idea that they've distilled... I mean, I'm not a DJ, still mixed, but like... Yeah, they've distilled mixed DJs down to like a few button presses. Totally. It's... The, yeah, and like the idea of... The idea of some of the stuff in there um, that they've, just, they've really um, reduced it down to like the core pitch points you need to think about. Like here are your... Um, uh, God, what do they call the 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 points where you bring in you, um, the the points your where you breaks, get your beats. No, no, no. The the, the 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 not even the downbeat. The pickups. Um, the idea oh, that pickups, the idea that they've brought in pickups to be like, if you want to make this sound, and it's not even like, it's not mechanics in order to be able to like be the most accurate. Like all of the mechanics are pushing you to make it sound as good as possible and yeah it's so really, it's, really it, good it's like it is the pickups are like things that you would get as knowledge of a song being a dj where it's yeah. like this is the right moment to use yeah. this part of this song here's the part it does the, it just by showing you yeah, yeah here's the part where the chorus starts here's the part where the vocals change here's the part yeah. where the baseline restarts like all that bit so you, if you are really on the ball especially when you get later on when they unlock the 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 fact that every track has you can load two discs per track and switch between them yeah. with a button press. Like I've definitely had some mixes where I had two vocal tracks on the same, two vocal discs on the same track, and I'm switching between them on pickups, and it just sounds brilliant because it does yeah. sound like it does the thing where the two tracks are talking to each other, and it just sounds really good. If you can pull it off, it's super cool at that. As it is also like ultimately that game makes it 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 makes you mixing those songs together sound good. Yeah. When an average human would try and do that and fuck it up to the point where it sounds awful. Totally. Regardless of what you do in Fuser, it normally works out sounding all right. Yeah. Like, and it's, the and songs that you can mix together make no sense that you should be able to mix them, but Fuser makes them sound awesome. Yeah. And that's impressive. And it does it in a way that is closer to the real thing than something like DJ Hero, which is a game that, like, yeah. we love, yeah. but, like, this is oh, closer God, to... Oh, God, I love DJ Hero so much. Yeah. yeah. But, like, this is closer to what you want i'm just i'm really yeah. looking forward to well, the that, idea that's that... the that's the difference of like dj hero did it in the sense of like it was your traditional dj sort of like two track two yep. eights like i have two discs between and you're it, like a slider yeah. yeah whereas this is the more modern dj of like i have stems with different yep. parts of different songs that i can 
swick together. I was watching um, um, one of the music YouTubers that I follow. Uh, uh, there was a company uh, company called Hercules that do like they do Tractor, who are the the, the big DJ software basically that all the yeah. mm-hmm. most DJs use and a controller, and basically invited a bunch of music YouTubers to learn how to DJ. And it was yeah. cool to watch him use the software and use the controller and being like, oh, this is just that thing. And it shows how, like, modern DJing has changed from, like, it's not just you, like, crossfading between two two vinyls that you know yeah. the positions of. Like, it's, you have this music library there with enough pre-setup and automation to be able to go to be able to do it better basically like it's not like it's cheating it just makes it better because you have all these options um it's 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 something that fuser did really well where it's like i was playing a bunch of fuser and then was like i want to be able to do this in the real world because i know like i want specific parts of specific songs yep. to come in at moments so like i could do this in real life and then i went this would be way too hard to do in real life like it is i'll do I'll there's say, so much to it yeah. i'll just say track the the base version of tractor is free if you want to just fuck around with sure. it like i I've been yeah, I, I would i would be willing to try it and just see what it would be like to try and make a mix because yeah. it would be interesting but yeah yep. fuser is a really cool thing yeah and it's amazing that they're able to pull it off. Obviously, it's harmonics, and they've had years of like. Oh, totally. This is their jam. Understand how music like, games works. Yeah. Yeah. But they're very, very good at making awful ideas musically sound great together. Yeah, totally. Like Banana Rama and Dead Mouse shouldn't be able to mix together as well as they do, but Infuser, it's great. Turns like, it's out, awesome. turns out, hot stuff works with everything. As oh yeah, as hot stuff's got such a good like drum and bass line yep. in it that yeah. It's I, I basically I there was a moment I was playing a couple of days ago where. I was doing really well, and I was like, oh, this sounds fucking great. How did I figure out this? And I realized I was just playing, like, three quarters of Regulate. I was like, oh, that's yeah. how this sounds good, because yeah, Regulate's yeah. fucking awesome. Right, Because okay. Regulate's great, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so Best Mechanics. Uh, let's see. I assume Hades has to be part of this. Yeah, yeah. Hades has to be on there. Like, that's... Um, like, I think that's a no-brainer. I think that's a no-brainer. I think GTFO probably has to be part of this. Because I would say so, yeah. I think the rundown's really unique. And yeah. the, the mechanics that are actually in each rundown are super interesting. So, yeah, um, so for mm. me, personally, out of that list, it's Do You Go Half-Life Alex, which mm, is, the, mm. is, the big, is the biggest justification for VR as a thing. Like, yes, but it's not, none of it's new. Mechanically. It's a, it's a none of it's new, it's just done of, really well. Yeah, yeah, it's a good implementation. It's the best implementation of mechanics we've seen before. And there's nothing yeah. new in there that's like, oh, they've uniquely solved a problem that VR's had for ages. Like, the, the the movement in that game... Like, the one impressive thing is possibly that they've made it work on every headset from, like, yeah. mm-hmm, the index mm-hmm. with finger control all the way back to the original Rift that I have with, like, touch controllers. Like... Yeah. But, again, like, the thing I was interested in with Alex was, like, how are they going to solve movement? Because movement's still not a solved yeah. problem. Like, is it teleport? Is it free movement? Is it some other thing in between? Is it the fucking arm swimming thing from H three? No, it turns out they've just added them all and said you choose. Yeah, <laughs> so, you choose one. Yeah. Okay, so I, I don't think there's. It's a good implementation, but it's not got anything new really in it. So then, for me, out of this list, think <laughs> interestingly enough, the thing that appeals to me the most is probably Fuser. Right. But I um, my. It's a weird justification, but part of me says, 
part of me wants to say other side because I want to see that mechanic in a different game. Not the other side's bad. I'm saying that I want something yeah. that's not as punishing, but with those. Because sure. remember when we did the John Wick video, and I was like, yeah, this hex, timeline yeah, yeah. is awesome. I would be really cool if we did it in a in a different game that was slightly yeah. more complex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Turns out, other side is that more complex game, and I want it actually somewhere in between those two. Turns yeah, out. you don't but, want it that complex. Totally, and it it definitely it solves a bunch of problems with that genre that I am interested to see what they do. And then, I mean, you take that and like I almost put Chimera Squad on this as well because of the breach and clear stuff. But like, yeah, once I don't you... know how that's not really like once you do it a couple of times, it's not really. It then becomes just like it a... is. It's then just XCOM. Yeah, totally. Yeah, at that point, it's just XCOM afterwards, which isn't really that. Yep. So yeah, the the things yeah, mm. but then on their side, like the timeline stuff isn't. It's not. It's not unique to that game. It is the implementation of something that's been done before? It's just. It is. It's all the stuff they've layered on top of it, though, and yeah, like, sure. The fact that it's that readable and at its core is quite simple with some com- complexity on it. Maybe it is yeah. Fuser. Maybe it is actually Fuser. Because... I think I think so. The, the the case that I can make for Fuser, other than it makes really shit things sound good, <laughs> which is like super impressive. Like, I, oh yeah, it it, it staggers me that because in, in the early parts of the campaign of Fuser, where they're like forcing you to use songs, there are songs that I would never use. Yep. But when they say like, "Hey, use this specific drum beat from this song," and I put it into a mix that I'd already put up, and it clicks, I'm like, "Man, that's actually really cool." Yep. And then there was like there was one specifically where I was like. One of the ones where it's like a Latin, not Caribbean, Latin R&B sort of song. Yeah. And it said, use the vocals from this track. And it is some women just going off in Spanish. But it is, it, it's so powerful and driving that I then started implementing that back into my decks. Sure. As like a, if I'm building like a heavy bassline drumline thing, you can throw that in and it really helps drive everything. So yeah. it is, it's good at, introducing you to new ideas and then implementing it into your and making you think about music in terms of how it wants you to think about which is in parts yes of like totally the 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 vocals from this works really well the bass from this works really well if you can put them together and it always works it is i was so impressed by that thing it's so cool it it shouldn't work Um, as well as it does i I, exactly yeah like i'd be okay with fuser i think i'd be okay with fuser yeah i think i I, I really like fuser in this cool um so what wins is the thing like it's it's the problem is like Hades has so many that are good as opposed yeah. to like the core of I it think, being but I, I, I think that I think that that is in its favour yeah you're probably right is, you're probably right because it is because it has so many mechanics but they're all they're all brilliantly well designed yeah. like each of them even, even taken in isolation they're amazing but the fact that they are then tied together both mechanically and in a narrative it it leads to them being able to justify the roguelike as a genre in a way that i've never seen before and i've played a lot of roguelikes of like them they have this now unified mechanical vision of like we're able to tell this story give you a reason to do these runs when you're in the runs we have all these varied choices and options and makes it interesting but then while you're doing the run, you will discover new things that then tie back into the narrative, the things you can choose. Like it, it all ends up being self-fulfilling. Mm-hmm. That it, like it's, 
mechanic it's mo- one of the most mechanically unified and complete games that i've ever seen so it is i think like the f- it the it, fact that hades makes it it is I think in a post Hades world, it is now difficult to do a roguelike. Yeah, because absolutely, yeah. like it sets such a high bar in terms of tying every part of that game together. I don't know how you go back and do it. Yeah, again, it's now, it's now really hard. It's now really hard for anybody to go unless you're just taking roguelike as like a mechanical genre drive totally. or whatever. You can't specifically go out to make a roguelike without looking at Hades and being like, actually, this thing also kind of has to be a narrative game and also a mechanically intensive game and but also... It, I, I don't even think it does. It's just you can't put the... There's no argument anymore for, like, you can't do a narrative in roguelikes. Like, yeah, you just, absolutely. You yeah. totally can. And also, like, I mean, Supergiant's not a small studio, but it's also not a giant studio. Like, it's a, it's a reasonably no. sized studio, like, and they pulled this off with... And they pulled this off brilliantly with a relatively small team in in. But it, it is also testament to the fact that that thing was in early access for as long as it was. Totally. And they've said yeah. as much, like multiple times, where it was like that game would be nowhere near as good as it was without the yep. constant feedback of the community and like the ideas and all yep. the work that was gone into it. For sure. Uh, yeah, it's it's. But Hades. yeah, for 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 me, it's Hades. Yeah, yep. that's. I think I think you're right. I think as right. cool as as cool as the ideal like rundowns and stuff in the game that GTA Four has, Hades just. I yeah. think trumps it. That's it's the... almost unfair how well Hades ties yeah. all of its stuff together. I think, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So best mechanics is Hades. I might actually just rename this so that when I'm writing it down, I'm gonna just gameplay mechanics because it's sure, just to be very specific. Best game specific. Me- yeah. Best gameplay mechanics is Hades with GTFO and Fuser as runners up. Oh, I'm still annoyed. I never got to like the end end of Hades, but there was no way I was going to do that. I feel like I'm just. Yeah. I feel like I'm I'll, done I've at got, this point. I've got you. Co- I've got you covered in labor character. Yeah, I'm going to need to just. I was trying, but I, just, I was never going to get there. I know. That's fine. <laughs>